Welcome to Openly Gamer Theater's production of Polyabhorrent, A Chronicles of Darkness, Promethean the Created, Actual Play. My name is Aaron, and I am playing Coffin Joe. My name's Maddie. I'm playing Desire, also known as Dez. This is Shannon. I'm playing Audio Speeches. I'm Dan, and I'll be playing Stitcher. I'm Brandon, and I'll be playing Gideon Gray. Content warning. This has elements of body horror, violence, and other mature themes that may not be suitable for all audiences. doors open and two security guards now are stepping out. They've got their hands on their sidearms and they're like, Ms. Anderson, are you okay? Do they have the Stygian? The security guards are dressed exactly the same. The carver-possessed Ms. Anderson looks at them. It's fine, fellas. It's okay. This is... A matter regarding Van Alpen's lab. You do not wish to be involved. Anderson just nods and says, yeah, it's fine. Uh, This comes straight from the top. They go, uh, we'll still have to call it in, and what's up with that thing? And points at Cold Mother. That is the matter. Oh, okay. We can leave it with you, or we can take it down to the lab. Which would you prefer? He looks at Anderson, and Anderson said, I said it was okay, fellas. Do I need to call the chief on this one, or are you going to delay me any longer? Kind of look at each other a little, like, that was a little strange. And they go, no, it's, it's fine. Go ahead. Thanks, fellas. You guys walk in. Carver says, I don't know where the fuck we're going. I just shoot my intro into the video. Like, that's gonna turn it off. We've got to do this. <laughs> all right, so you start shooting an intro, and the, the security guards are kind of watching what's going on. That's the legitimate reason that we're here for a tour to make a video. It's marketing. You start shooting this video, Cold Mother's in the background of this video, and these guys kind of look at each other and then just like, Shaking their heads like, what the fuck kind of commercial is this? The guards have the, the patch on their shoulders. I'm going to yeah. say, what is that uh, that symbol on your shoulder there? I think I've seen that before. It's our company logo. What company is that? I mean, you're not associated with Anderson. We run security for the entire uh, campus, sir. Ah, okay. What, what company are you with? Canopy. Canopy. Okay. And you guys have headquarters on campus? Yes, we do, actually. Oh, okay. I was just curious. Never heard of the company before. She's here to do a video. I'm just kind of along for the ride. Uh, I, guess. I, I hear you. So this is uh, this is normal for, for for this one. Yes, this is normal for her. We don't get a lot of like publicity stunt stuff here. It's usually not allowed, so it's highly irregular. I plan on sneaking out once they're not paying attention to me. Yeah, if you you're if, not the only one, <laughs> right? If you're, I mean, if you're just going to stand there and shooting the video, and Cold Mother's going to just kind of stand there and do weird things, then. It's very easy because people like coming out of the office and like the front office and things like that. People are now starting to like watch what's going on because it's such a weird freak show going on. Yeah, it's it would be very easy to slip uh, away. I, I call out to the crowd and I try to get someone to come on camera with me. 
At first, nobody's looking, and then uh, Anderson looks at somebody and goes, "Come on, come on, you can do it. Come on, you want to? You know you want to do it. Come on!" And like forces, quote unquote, gets a volunteer to come. Voluntold. Voluntold. Yes, someone is voluntold to do it. I will uh, whisper in Stitch's ear when no one's paying attention. I'll say, "Handle the flux, Bubble Tea." I'm trusting you, and then I'm going to leave. I'm basically going to question this person. I'm going to use a video. As so a, you're distra- doing the distraction stuff? I'm doing a distraction, but I'm also trying to get information from them, just like any information we can get about the lab or whatever. Okay. So that sounds like a uh, wits plus subterfuge. I'm not really being so cheating about it. I'm so genuinely okay. interviewing them on camera. That's fine. Yeah, that'll work. Wits plus uh, persuasion. persuasion. And your uh, famous face will uh, affect on this. Des, what are you doing? They're holding the camera. Des is holding the camera. Are you shooting anything particular? Or are you doing exactly what, what? Yeah, I was given instructions, but when Addie doesn't look like she's paying attention, Des is getting shots of things that look interesting and important. Okay. <laughs> wow. I rolled all those dice and I didn't get a single success. And I even have eight again. Can I roll? Is willpower like edge? You can use it afterwards? Yes, you can. You can reroll mm-hmm. fails? Uh, no, no, you don't reroll fails. You just add extra dice. Oh, you just reroll the three. Mm-hmm. Shh, nothing. nothing. Okay. Damn. All right. So, what are you a- what are you asking about? Addie actually doesn't know, and that's why she doesn't get any information. <laughs> is because she doesn't know the questions to ask. Okay. So instead of like it being things that'll give her information about the lab, she's like, "How long have you worked here? Do you like your job?" What's your day-to-day like? It's just very basic. <laughs> yeah. And Des is in the background, like, trying to mouth, ask about blank. And Addie's just not paying attention. <laughs> just no. kind of caught in this, like, loop. Yeah. Yeah, it becomes super cringy. At a certain point, as this goes on, people actually, like, start going back to their jobs. Oh, man. <laughs> so bad. Stitcher, what are you doing while this is going on? I thought Carver took us to an elevator. Did um, we pass, like, a company directory or anything on the way? Like, a... You know. Oh yeah, there's there's like an information desk. Yeah, there's a person sitting behind the information desk, and at this point, the person who was sitting behind the information desk is now amongst the crowd. As a matter of fact, it was the information desk person that Carver that volunteered them to go and talk okay. to. I sit down at her desk, and I'm going to start looking through anything I can find, company directories, whatever, looking for two things. One, where is the actual plant that makes the bubble tea flux stuff? And then, secondly. Where is the either lab or set of offices that seems to be coming up with these ideas that get sent down to the factory? Because the factory, obviously, they just put heads on Barbies. Who's designing Barbie? That will be a uh, computers uh, plus intelligence. To get the basic stuff, probably not too hard to get uh, anything deeper than that. It might be a little difficult. Uh, only one success. So you get find the fact right, yeah. The the main manufacturing plant, you just call up a, a map of the lab itself, and you can see where the actual manufacturing is happening, which is actually at the back part of the complex, closest to the river. It uses a lot of river as a resource for for like cooling, and also as for fresh water and things like that. So I can only start there. I'm going to note what floor that's on, or what part of the building that's in. Okay, and go back to Carver. Carver slash Anderson is standing there. She looks at you. What'd you find out? The factory is down two floors because this building is built on a slope toward the river. Well, that's a start. Points at her name badge and then flips it over and there's a magnetic strip and says, will that help? It should. Do you need me to come with you? No. Might be best if I do. Then do. Okay. 
What about your, uh, your dog friend? It is going to be of service down there. We have to destroy large amounts of industrial machinery, and it is carrying a substance that appears to be attracted to things like me. She is not like us. And even if she is, she is expendable. Well, it's drawn a lot of attention right now, so we might get to look where we're wanting to look without drawing too much attention to ourselves. We bring that thing along. Everybody's going to follow along. Do you think they will follow, or do you think they will run in fear? Well, they're not running in fear now because they think it's a, it's a stunt. Then perhaps we should leave Cold Mother here with Addie for her stunt, and we will continue. If that's what you think, then let Addie know. I go back to the uh, information desk. Mm-hmm. Get a piece of paper and write on it, Cold Mother will accompany you to assist with your publicity stunt. Tear off that piece of paper, hand it to Cold Mother, and say, give this note to Addie. As you guys are doing the filming, Cold Mother leaves frame and then comes walking back. And just like, as you're talking to this person, just kind of walks over and hands Addie this piece of paper. The information desk woman is like looking at this thing like, what exactly is going on here? Oh, this is our mascot. Mama Freeze. Just king. <laughs> Mummified. Why not? It's no less horrifying than the king. <laughs> and then Stitcher, you and Carver walk yes. off. Okay. Cold Mother hands that to you and now is just kind of standing there. We've pretty much been a successful distraction Absolutely. at this point. Absolutely. And also we have successfully also dispersed the crowd. Yeah. After it. So uh, I t- tell the lady, I'm like, thanks for being in the video. And like, Shake her hand or whatever. Okay. And she shakes it. It's like, not very enthusiastic, but just kind of like, um, okay. I think this will be great. Uh, it's going to be one of my best YouTube videos yet. Death shakes their head. <laughs> Hope you have a good shoot. Thank, thank you for including me. Yeah. Thanks. And so then I go to Death and I'm like, they got to sneak in and are doing whatever they want. What are we supposed to do? Cold Mother's with us. Can we kill Cold Mother? Probably not. She's kind of becoming my mascot. She's been in two videos now. Yeah, you check your feed, and Cold Mother playing Frisbee Golf is your highest rated video. God. Ever. Technically, that one hasn't been edited and updated, but I'll probably say that I have like a TikTok or something that I also did of it. Right, okay. Yeah. Yeah, your TikTok is, yeah, it's got. It, it's, it just went viral. It just went viral. What the fuck is this? You know, it's like, oh. <laughs> it's like, what is this person dressed as? This oh my the- God, Des, check it out. Look, my TikTok just got 5 million views. I totally know what that, that means. That means it's viral. So they're sick now. Totally sick. Cool. You're really catching on. Can we leave this thing outside at least? Cole Mother, do you want to be in the video? Doesn't respond. Cole Mother, you want to come with us? doesn't respond what are we doing are we just finishing my video or are we gonna i wanted to go inside deeper but you know i am encumbered with this camera setup cold mother is cold mother gonna break my camera because cold mother cold uh actually no it would probably work just fine it's not i mean she's she's not putting off like zero degrees kelvin or anything there's not condensation okay yeah it's just she's just really cold okay when she wasn't this virtual monstrosity, when she was just a regular monstrosity, mm-hmm. she actually had a cold aura, but that's all gone at this point. Cold Mother, can you film this for me? Holds out its hands. I hand it the camera and I show it how to work it. Okay. I mean, it, it, it can it can do basic things. So if it you know, like point at me and don't let it leave me, you can tell it that. It, yeah. So tell it. Okay, Cold Mother. 
You just hold the camera like this and you hit this button to start and you just keep it on me. Okay. See how in the viewfinder you can see me. Make sure you can always see me. All right. It doesn't respond yes or no. It just, you know. I know, but I'm still going to. All right. Doesn't it have like crazy reflexes so it will constantly just never. <laughs> yeah. There's no shaky cam. It's almost like steady cam constantly uh, on you. Nice. Cold mother's the best. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I just yelled at you about it. <laughs> All right, Des. You're unencumbered. I get my video. Let's go. Perfect. Do you want to be really scary? Nope. <laughs> That's not fun. Oh, why are we being scary? If people run away from us, then that's people that we don't have to hurt. We don't have to hurt them anyway. We can just talk to them. I don't want to hurt people, but I don't think they are going to cooperate. They're going to want to be in my video. Do you take constructive criticism? Nope. <laughs> Your interviewing skills need a little... Your critique. interviewing skills... <laughs> Leave that in. That's perfect. <laughs> That's no. That's the biggest millennial mood I've ever <laughs> heard in my life. Your interviewing skills need critiquing, or whatever you just said. I wasn't listening. I'm sorry. Des uh, turns around and walks further into the facility. Okay, so you walk further down the corridor. Uh, I want the two of you, uh, Eddie and Des. I want you to make wits plus investigation rolls. <laughs> One success. Up in this bitch. Also one success. As you're walking, and Cold Mother is uh, keeping you in frame constantly. Yeah. You know I think I, mean. I just turned it on for Cold Mother and mm-hmm. have it running this whole yeah. time. And people are, like, watching this as, like, this is the most bizarre crap they've ever seen in their entire life. And then... I mean, know. it's just every day in the YouTuber's life, I feel like. <laughs> just, like, cubicle farm and she's walking down. <laughs> yeah, and this is, like, you know, like, eight foot. And I'm, know, like, turning. An eight foot knoll. Is walking behind oh you. And I'm like turning and talking to the yeah. camera regularly. Yeah, so it's, it's, <laughs> it's filming. <laughs> and it's filming. It's not the one that's being filmed, which would probably make more sense. It's the one running the camera. So there's people with phones out. Like, what is going <laughs> They've on? They've got to assume at this Tag point. Tag me. Adios, beaches. Hashtag Damderson. You hear a couple of like the, the younger people in the cubicle farm go, fuck yes. <laughs> So, Stitcher, you're headed back to the processing plant. Joe, you break off. Leave the Anderson building and you see that there is a office with what looks like a, a small motor pool with vehicles. And you see the sign that says Canopy Corporation. I walk in. Front door. Right? Front door. All right. Yep. The reception person is st- sitting there and says, uh, can I help you, sir? Uh, I'm a prospective uh, client looking to move into the uh, park here, and I was directed to come here and, and meet, I guess you guys run security here, right? Uh, that's correct, sir. Uh, do you have, uh, did they give you a visitor's pass? I did not. So I actually came with uh, with another crew that's over doing a tour at Anderson. Uh, they're business partners of ours. Uh, okay. And they just kind of directed me over this way, said, you know, you guys weren't far from. Let me get one of our uh, officers to uh, to help you. He sits down and hits the phone and says, uh, we've got uh, a prospective client here who's on a tour of Anderson who stopped by, wanted to know, uh, be a prospective uh, customer. Before all this happened, when I'm walking up, do I sense any flux? Like, I'm just going to kind of be, as I, every 10 steps, I'm going to be kind of pinging my 
my ability. It doesn't cost Pyros to use. So. Okay. And it's from, it's what's the radius? 40 yards. Okay. 40 yards. When you're in Anderson, you feel f- there is flux. Definitely. As you're leaving and you're headed down the, the path towards the security office, it's getting less and less. So once you get inside canopy, there is none. There's no flux here. Not in this building. No. Okay. As you're like, Assessing this, uh, a door opens and a gentleman walks out and he's in the same black fatigues, but they're a lot less worn out as you've seen the guards wearing. The, they've got like the the serious creases like uh, starched into the, yep. you know, this guy, this guy's definitely a front office guy. Comes up. I'm sorry, sir. What's your name? Oh, my name's Joe. Diamond. Mr. Diamond. Jerome uh, Pazera. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet I you. Hold out my hand. All right. He shakes it. I understand that you're interested in or starting a business here on campus. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it seems like a great place, but um, I'm a little worried. You know, some of the, some of the work we do is is with the government. And, okay. And um, he just holds, out, hold, holds up his hand just for me. He goes, let's go ahead and go in my office and we can discuss this a little bit more with a little bit more discretion. Sure. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but uh, you know, if, if there's any sensitive information, I don't want to, I don't want just anybody. To hear. I wasn't going to leak any sensitive information. Let's just say we do some, you know, business with the government, and um, I'm just a little concerned about security. Want to make sure that you guys are, you know, what you guys do, what you offer, and uh, and the whole spiel. At this point, before we go any further, I want you to make a manipulation plus subterfuge. While he's rolling, can I ask a question that I don't remember the answer to? Is the hydro station in this compound? It is. I'm going to use another willpower because I'm almost out. Okay. Five. Five successes. Okay. So he's yeah, he has no reason to believe. I mean, you've already made it past the checkpoint. So he seems like uh, he's like an accounts guy. So he's not, you know, he's not so much of an investigator. My whole goal with the whole thing, Eric, is to kind of figure out what they're doing here and okay. what they offer. And then I'm going to kind of really, my real goal is to pry into what, where the uh, symbol on their shoulder comes from. Okay. So I'm, so I'm trying to find out, you know, what do you guys, what do you guys offer as a security service? What are you doing here? You know, when we talk about that, I'm going to ask a little bit about the history of their company. We provide uh, top to bottom security for personnel as for on-site security, as well as off-site security details, uh, should there need to be off-site security, any transportation issues that need escorted, we provide that as well. And so you guys provide uh, armored car uh, yes. transportation if we need to move something. Is, is there a, is there a limit on on how far you're willing to provide that service? No, sir. Okay. Uh, we it is uh, it is it is provided in the contract. And then you ask about the history of it. He says, "Well, Canopy, we are private security contractor. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, our contract with this campus is dictated through the Department of Homeland Security. You're a private company, though. Correct." Correct, sir. The reason that Homeland is involved in the security of this is because of the hydro plant, of course, is because, I mean, the, the hydro plant supplies not only electricity, but also drinking water for many of the surrounding communities. If I were to access the, the industrial park, is it required that I sign up a contract with you or am I allowed to bring in my own security services? It is an exclusive contract, sir. So yes, you, uh, Canopy would be. Your only your only option, unfortunately. Okay, um, I do like to have a little bit of history on companies I work with. So, can you let me know, you know, who's your founder when you guys were created? I 
did a quick search on the internet and, and wasn't able to find too much. Sure. Our founder is... I was going to say, Cho knows what the internet is? I'm so proud of him. It's a series of tubes. <laughs> <laughs> you put a letter in it and it sucks it and shoots it down to someone else. They write out the answer and it shoots back. That's Just exactly like that. How it works. You got it. Hey, I've watched Wreck-It Ralph Breaks the Internet, all right? He says, well, our founder is uh, Benedict Jeffries, um, former Navy SEAL, who was uh, part of many security operations. Once he retired, then he started Canopy under the funding of the Anderson Group, which is one of the reasons why this is called the Anderson Complex, is through a grant from the Anderson family. Actually, this whole campus started as a research project that the Anderson Foundation uh, funded. With the help of the Anderson Foundation, the Canopy Corporation was funded. Our home base is actually in Cape Castor. We now have branches all across the continental United States and then some in Europe and uh, North Africa. So that's some nice growth there. Yes. uh, As a matter of fact, we are one of the uh, highest rated private security companies uh, internationally at this point. Great. I'll look that up. (laughs) I am curious. What what is the uh, the emblem on your shoulder? The the company emblem there. What is that? Yeah, it's a symbol of uh, protection. It's a shield and things bouncing off of it. Is that really what it looks like? It no. It, the Stygian yeah. halo. The Stygian halo is a half is a half circle with rays oh, coming yeah, off yeah. of it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you see his uh, his phone lights up. He says, "Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me, one second. Do you need me to leave the room? It should be fine." And he picks up the phone. Pazera, I understand. I understand. Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right away. Hangs up. Joe, you mind coming with me? Where are we going? He stands up. He kind of holds out his hand like towards the door. There's somebody who wishes to speak to you. Okay. Leads you uh, through a door. And that's where we'll end you. (laughs) We're going through these cubicle farms and... Doing this video, and then I turn to Des and like, since Joe and Stitch probably have this, should we go check out the hydro station? Do you want to get there fast? Yes. Do you want to get there in a fun way? Yes, definitely. Cool. We have to get out of this cubicle farm first. Will it look cool? It'll be ill. It'll be viral. All right, so Stitcher, you and Carver are walking back. Anytime someone even remotely comes up to the two of you, they address everything to Carver. Mm-hmm. And she says, this is one of our new inspection techs. And that's all it takes. She even hands you a clipboard and says, just walk around with that. Nobody will fuck with you. I take the clipboard, study its contents and fill it out appropriately. Okay. <laughs> now, no one may ever see what's on it, but <laughs> that's what he does. Uh, as you're walking, people are getting actively getting out of the way now because you have this PR person and this person with a clipboard and a, and a lab coat walking. They don't fuck with you. Okay. You get to the point where it says no electronic devices beyond this point. Aren't you one big... Oh, yeah, I am <laughs> a giant electronic device. Electronic device. <laughs> uh, Carver swipes their badge and the door opens up and you guys walk in and you see this is the processing plant that you saw on the map. Carver, what are you? I'm a spirit. Have you always been a spirit? I'm not like a dead person that died and came back, no. You come from some other realm then? You could say that. Do you have a higher authority you answer to? 
did something make you? That's quite an existential question that we're you're asking me. What's what's the purpose of the question? Look before you. Yes. We stand at the brink of life and death. Perhaps a few people or many people. One must be weighed against the other. And I was curious how equipped you are to make that determination. She kind of shrugs. Stitcher, to put it bluntly, I'm here to make sure ones like you get to where you're going. That's really why I'm here. I do not know where I am going in the immediate sense. How is flux generated? Do they create it here or is it brought from someplace else? It's not created here, no. Flux is an energy source. Then we must find where it is coming from. This place must be shut down, but that is a secondary objective to finding out its source. Correct. We will continue to break the distribution chain until we find the brain. Right. She turns and kind of looks around and says, It's not made here, but it's definitely stored here. Shipping and receiving or a computer? Which would be best for garnering that information? Probably the computer. I look for an open terminal anywhere nearby. In like a side room, there's like a control room. And as you're walking, Carver stops. Is something amiss? Stitcher, you know how you feel like you're compelled to complete your your tasks the way that you do? No, I do not feel. These are operating parameters. Much like that, I was given instructions to do something that I... Parameters, like you would say. I don't agree with them. Then you are not fully captive to your nature. How did you come to disagree with them? Because I think they're bullshit. Are you sure you are not a dead human? I'm given just enough context and information that I need to do what I'm supposed to do. I've been with Joe long enough to develop a lot more personality, you might say, than other spirits in my condition. Do you know that one of the greatest falsities I have been told was very early in my existence. It was a conundrum, an impossibility. I was told to make animatronics that scare people. But animatronics are simply plugged in and operate along simple parameters. They move limbs. They look a particular way cosmetically because they were designed that way. These are not choices. People frighten themselves by looking at them. They internalize them and become frightened. I have never made an animatronic that has frightened anyone. It is how they perceive it. Machines do not wake up, as it were, at some point and say, perhaps I will frighten someone today. They continue doing what the programming says until they require maintenance or that programming is altered. How is that different than what you do? It is not. There is no ghost in the box. I understand why he did it. Dr. Park. No. Joe. Why he would task that I go with you because he knew he wasn't coming back. And now he's gone. She points at the computer. I'm with you now, so let's get on with it. The two of you are headed to the hydro plant. The three of us. The th- oh, yeah, that's uh, right. The three four. of you. Gideon's not there. I turn into an elk. 
Oh my god. Because they're in and hydro you ride, all the time. You ride Disney Princess style to the hydro station. Wow, and Cold Mother records all of it. Of course. Cold Mother's like running alongside the elk. Yeah. And it's still steady. It's steady it's as fuck. Steady. Right. Running through the woods as an elk, no problem. Um, this is amazing. There's the hydro plant. It's, I mean, it's a uh, pretty standard. It's not like, uh, it's not like a, uh, you know, completely walled off or anything like that. It's really just pretty standard. So you can actually run right up to the river if you wanted to, or you could run up to the plant itself. I'll run up to the river because I know that's a better shot. You're fucking welcome. I'm thinking of you. <laughs> and then I'll can, turn. Can you, can you talk in your elk form? They really actually don't say. I would think so. So are you telling me that you're going for the... Yeah. Oh my god, Des, this is great. This is this is going to be perfect. Hold on, let me make some elk sounds. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Maybe elks are mostly quiet, so maybe you should go with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you run along the river, and then now you're... Uh, you're- Come up to the uh, the hydro plant. There is the security door leading into the plant itself. Badge scanner. Um, I can try to computers this. I also have a key, but you do your key first. You have a key? It's called breaking the door. Oh, yeah. I'll do a computers roll <laughs> and try and hack it, I guess. Okay. That's computers and wits. Uh, computers plus intelligence. That is... One success. Okay. You realize that this is a, this is a security door for a reason. Main entrance would very likely be open to the public, but this is a authorized uh, entrance only. Should we find someone and kill them for their badge? No, we're not killing anyone. That's what they do in the movies. Look, I had a really bad streak for a very long time of killing people, and I'm really trying to not break that streak. I've got like 30 good years <sighs> here. And I would like, love... Killing bad, I get it. Cool. I really think you should take some of Lana's classes. Who? Oh, oh, you never met Lana. Lana's a very dear friend of mine. Uh, she knows a lot about morality and ethics, and I think you could really benefit from learning what is actually considered humanly ethical and moral. <laughs> I got everything I need to know right here, and I point to my internet box, also known as a phone. That is a choice. And you sure can make it, and I cannot make that for you. Anyway, I have a key. Okay. You hop off the back. Des, what are you, how are you going to, what's your What's your key? Fist? Foot? What is this? Well, first I'm going to use uh, my unearthly athleticism ability to okay. give myself an additional three strength. Okay. Uh, and then I, I'm just going to kind of like shoulder check the door. One success. Okay. So you put your shoulder into it and it shakes and buckles in. You hear someone go, oh, hey, you might be killing someone after all. <laughs> Sorry, man. Uh, I lost my key. You see the door like shake a little bit and then the light on the Lock goes green, and the door opens up just a little bit, and you see this guy, and he's got a cigarette in his hand, and he goes, the door won't open now. What happened? And so it's just like open just a crack. So I thought that I didn't close it all the way, so I just kind of like put my shoulder on it, and now the door is broken. Look, man, I gotta, we got to get in there. Our shift is going to start soon. Can you just like take a step back? 
Okay, that's going to be a manipulation plus uh, subterfuge. Two dice. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, <laughs> cool I love this. Can I, uh, can I help them? Uh, yes, any successes would give extra dice. But it doesn't matter. Did you? I didn't get anything. <laughs> Nothing? Okay. God. I'll use another point of willpower. <laughs> hey! So how many successes total? Zero? Zero successes. Yeah, I'm looking at my health from earlier. I was rolling buckets of dice and getting nothing. The guy says, your shift is starting. It's 10 o'clock. doesn't make any sense. We got called in. All right, so you're, you're, you're continuing to do the talking. <laughs> okay, so that means you're doing the rolling. Can I help again? Yeah, if you want to. I got one success. Cool, that's one success. I One dice I can add. Nothing. He says, okay. Hold on, man. I think I, I think I can get the door. Hold on. And then Dez is going to just put their foot in the door crack and like try to pry it open. Pry it with their big stone arms. Okay. Yeah. Are you are you boosting your strength again? That's just a thing for a little until the end of the scene. Okay. And that doesn't you didn't have to spin pyros for that? No, I did. I I notated it. Okay. So so an actual stone arm now goes in. Or no, that would just be if you did when you did it. So yeah. so it, it, no one saw that. Okay. Go ahead. Just me. Two successes <laughs> to pry door. You pry it open more, and the guy in there kind of steps back as you're now, now, like, forcing this door that is quite obviously, like, broken. And his eyes are wide when he sees you walk in. He looks at you, and he's like, his eyes are wide. And then he looks at Addie, and then he looks at Cold Mother and goes, Ugh. I think it's time for you to go home, buddy. He just turns and walks out. Out of the door that uh, I pried open? Uh, no, no, he doesn't go past you. He just turns and like walks out of the the back office. There, it's like, it's just like a like a break room. You're supposed to be the one that's good at. I don't. Well, actually, based off of what I have seen today, you are not particularly great at, at talking to people. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I'm great. Remember when I talked that co- cop into letting us through? Yeah, I'm not entirely sure how that went so successfully and how the interviews. <laughs> went so poorly it's two completely different things maybe we we should walk and talk and just as you say that all right so stitcher i pull up the computer and i'm trying to find out where are they shipment wise where is this coming in from okay that's gonna be a pretty tough roll i have three successes so three successes you succeed you don't necessarily get everything you get two very vague references when you start looking into this and and it's like you almost get almost into like this like a feedback loop where you're you're looking into things and then it just keeps leading back to the same stuff it's like where you're not really getting any real information of where this stuff is actually being made but through this and it's taking you actually quite a while to kind of get through all of this uh, simultaneous searches and all this other stuff you get two references one is something in, in it's in an email uh, from Gemma Van Alpen to the uh, processing plants like evening supervisor that says that under no circumstances is anyone to open the white room. The other reference and it's and it's almost like a passing statement or just like an off the cuff statement where someone says 
puts in like a, a work order or like a, a, a security check order of a tank of compound X seems to be malfunctioning. And the response was, it's just a bad day for the queen. Do you have any theories on where or what the white room is? You're asking Carver? Yeah. I could try and access memories of this host. Unfortunately, doing things like that could cause irrevocable harm. Then do not do it. We will not harm a human. I am carrying a clipboard, which you said is powerful in intimidating people. Perhaps we should only ask one of them as if it were a security procedure spot check which room they ought never open and see which room they indicate. Okay. You, you ask the question, I will merely look perturbed and take furious notes. Okay, we'll do that. What you find out is just through a series of, of just like escalating questioning of the people here and also of maybe like even some of the security staff and things like that, you find out what parts of the compound or the complex are off limits to beyond your security clearance. Some people rattle off all these different things. The only time you really get anything concrete is when you talk to like the security shift supervisor mm-hmm. who is, is there and says, well, ma'am, the only place that I, my security clearance doesn't apply is area six. I look sternly at the uh, clipboard and then at him and say, and area six is gives you kind of squint-eyed look and he says I'm not allowed to say and then he kind of gives you a smile. The location of the door properly now he says is this a test? A security audit the area 6 tunnel to the hydro plant area 6 I take a few notes and say I'll be sure to pass that along and see how they mark it am I in trouble? we'll find out listening to this episode of Polyaborant. Theme music by A.C. Rusinov. Background music by David Feslian, Machinima Sound, and Musica Cthuliana. Edited by Gage Verano. Produced and directed by Eric Osley. Chronicles of Darkness and Promethean Second Edition are properties of Onyx Path Publishing. Openly Gamer Theater is property of Side Tangent Productions, Incorporated.